Welcome to Birth Naturally. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Kate. And we are sisters having a conversation about everything from med-free birth to natural parenting. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode. We hope you had a good Thanksgiving and you're back and getting to the swing of things. Today we are talking to Amy. Amy has four babies, two were born in the hospital and Hilda has a lot to say about this episode. (laughs) Two were born in the hospital and weren't ideal outcomes, which kind of led her down the home birth path. You know, the story we've heard again and again from a lot of you and similar to our experience. And she was able to have her next two at home. So she'll get into all that and touch on her birth stories. We're really excited for you to hear her story. Yeah, and a very big surprise in her fourth most (laughs) recent birth. So you'll have to listen to hear what that is. But We also wanted to talk a little bit about... Blue Mama, the episode number, what, 33. 33. Yeah, Ashley was on, and we love what Ashley's doing. She's creating this postpartum space for moms online, and online is where... Like, we're getting a lot of our connections now, obviously. Definitely. And I think it's it's really beneficial to us uh, postpartum th- to have moms to connect with and just... Create a un- little community. Exactly. Yeah. And just understand what we need to do for ourselves in that time. So Ashley decided to create the Elevated Mama. And this is where, you'll, you know, you can do it from... Your third trimester up until six months postpartum. It's awesome. It's it's a, it's not only just a community for moms, but she, I mean, again, listen to episode 33 and Ashley goes over all the different things she does. She does coaching. They do group yoga classes through Zoom. In our previous pre-COVID lives, you know, a lot of us had gym memberships and did stuff for our physical and mental health. And now it's hard because we're stuck at home. You're stuck with the kids all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's something that you can do for yourself at home and just escape for a little bit. Exactly. Having that thing scheduled every week or, you know, a couple things scheduled every week where you know that is your time and, you know, you, you can't really say no. It's already on the schedule. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You're just going to have to deal with the kids, man. Exactly. <laughs> Her next group starts January 17th. And she was kind enough to give all of our listeners $50 off your membership for the Elevated Mama. Totally. We'll put a link to her website and also to her Instagram where you can get all of that information about the Elevated Mama. But it's really, it's, it's, I think it's really going to be helpful for so many moms who really need that connection right now. And it's almost like it could be your New Year's resolution to make more time for yourself because I know... I mean, as mom myself and Kate, like, uh, the kids are around us all the time now. Mm-hmm. We don't get to have that time. Like, this, your resolution can be, like, make a little time for yourself because exactly. you are important, too. Yeah. And we talk about that postpartum, it's easy to lose yourself. Having kids, it's easy to lose yourself. And this can kind of, you'll find yourself again. Yeah. So, you, for $50 off, make sure to use our code BIRTHNATURALLY. Again, we'll put a link in the show notes. We'll have one on our Instagram. We'll yep, and if you want all that good information, go ahead and listen to Ashley's episode 33. And we hope you guys enjoy Amy's episode today. Hi, Amy. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. You're welcome. <laughs> Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you and your family? Um, so my husband and I have been married for about 
I think we're on five years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and um, in those five years, we got pregnant at like three months after we got married. Mm. And then um, I have had basically been pregnant or postpartum ever since. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> They're all 16 months apart, give or take. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I have four of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, oh, wow. I can't even imagine. <laughs> We wanted it that way. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I see. That sounds fun. So, it, it sounds were, exciting. Were, you, <laughs> were your pregnancies all similar or were they different? Or why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Um, yes, they were all pretty similar. Um, but well, yeah, they kind of got more painful each time, um, as in like my hips. And mm. I had to go to the chiropractor a little bit more, but they, yeah, they were all, I have, I'm blessed with easy pregnancies. Oh, good. So, Lucky you. Good. So yeah. how did you guys decide to start your family? Obviously it wasn't soon after you got married. And then how was your journey to getting pregnant? I mean, obviously it couldn't have taken very long. <laughs> um, well, we had, so our second month of marriage, we had a chemical pregnancy. Okay. Um, and I was on birth control and it was kind of like messing with me. Um, and like I have depression and anxiety and it was making it kind of worse. Mm -hmm. um, and so we decided that um, we didn't like, we thought that maybe the chemical pregnancy came from potentially being on the birth control. I don't, mm -hmm. we don't know. Right. That's just kind of what we felt. So we're like, well, we don't really want to be on birth control. If we're going to get pregnant, we want to have, we want, we're okay with it. So yeah. we decided to just go off of it. And the very next month we got pregnant. Wow. So, wow. so when, when you were with your first pregnancy, now we know from talking to you before that you've had two hospital births and two home births. Yes. So you're, with your first, did you have natural birth on your mind or was that something you came along to later in subsequent births? Um, the, how did that go? My husband and I laugh because with my first, I was like, maybe I shouldn't go with an epidural. Maybe I should like cloth diaper and maybe, you know, like all these things. And I was like, meh, no, I'm good. And <laughs> then like by our third, fourth word cloth diapering, I home birth. And <laughs> so, so it was a progression. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's hear a little bit about your two hospital births. I know they didn't go quite as you had planned for them to go they didn't go so, so smoothly so why don't you talk a little bit about them and how it kind of changed your mind about how you wanted to birth for your third and fourth so with my first um you know the doctors start checking your checking your dilation around 37 weeks i was mm -hmm. already to about i think a two and then 38 weeks i was at a three and um my doctor decided that we could schedule for an induction at 39 weeks, um, just because. And um, so I was um, checked by a labor and delivery nurse to make sure that I could, they had qualifying things, because I was part of the, I don't know if you've heard of it, um, I was gonna be part of the, uh, oh, there was a study, I cannot remember what it is called now, but they were just um, going through, um, inductions to see like 
if it benefited people to be induced early or to let oh. them induce later. I can't remember what the study is called now, but it was kind of a big one. And hmm. that bothers me. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, okay. <laughs> but, so I was part of that. So the nurse had to check to make sure I was qualified to be a part of that. Um, and then when I was um, getting checked, she came, she came out, she's like, okay, yeah, you're a three and 70% of face, but I basically just stripped your membranes. So you probably won't make it through the weekend. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, all right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, two days later, my water broke without labor. So I had premature rupture of membranes, mm. um, which can be caused by having your membranes stripped. Mm -hmm. um, um, I don't know if it was correlated or whatever, but that can be the issue. So we got to the hospital, they had to induce me with Pitocin, um, and they turned it up too high. There was, um, D cells in my baby. Um, where they were like rushing in, they had to stop my contractions with that like nasty shot in your arm, which really hurts. Oh, oh geez. I um, have that too. I, yeah. I know it. Yeah, it hurts really bad. They had me on oxygen. I was turned on my side. They put an internal monitor on me and on my baby. Um, mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the doctor just kind of walks in and goes, and he was not my doctor. He was just on the on-call doctor. And he comes in and goes, eh, maybe we should just do a C-section. Oh my gosh. Like that. Like I'm wow. not, I'm not exaggerating. He said it exactly like that. Oh my gosh. I can't <laughs> um, even imagine the fear that yeah. was going through your mind. Yeah. And, um, my nurse, she, who was by the way, my third nurse, because every other nurse had to leave for C-sections that night. Um, <laughs> she was like, Oh, let's just give her some time. And I was like, yeah, no, we're not doing a C-section <laughs> right now. Um, Cause the, uh, his heart rate started coming back. He was fine. Things were looking fine. Um, so uh, there was all of that. Everything ended up being okay. But that whole scenario was pretty traumatic to me. <laughs> yeah, um, I imagine. Um, oh my gosh. And comes to find out like the, Pitocin was just like up way too high. So I was having contraction on contraction and my baby was not getting any breaks. Right. Um, yeah. So they shut off the Pitocin and that's when everything kind of calmed down and was okay. And I had him a couple hours later. I pushed three times. Like it was, it was easy breezy after that, but that like whole scenario <laughs> was painful. And, um, Cause my epidural only worked like half on half of my body. Um, I went in to be induced. Um, they induced with Pitocin. They started Pitocin. I, so when I got into the hospital, I was at a 470 effaced in the hospital. Um, they started the Pitocin and then my doctor came in two hours later, broke my waters. And then, um, I still just was not progressing. And so like, this was like an hour later and my, um, nurse came in and was, so I'm on like hour four, I think of this induction. She's like, you haven't progressed at all. Um, so if you don't start progressing, we're going to have to turn up your Pitocin. And I was, I made him have it on the lowest dose because I was afraid because of my son. So I don't even know why I went in for the induction because I was afraid of Pitocin anyways. Um, and, uh, 
So I said, I just wanted more time. So she gave me an hour. And in that hour, it was 40 minutes later, she came in and said, something is um, changing. So I'm just going to check. And I was ready to push. So in that 40 minutes, I went from a four to ready to push. Um, so she had to call my doctor and um, she came and when she came out, um, she wasn't breathing very well. She had fluid in her lungs. Um, and they took her, I, I only hold her, held her for like a minute and they took her and she was gone for about an hour. Oh my gosh. Or so I didn't really get to hold her for very long. And, um, they made it out to like, be this big, scary thing. And after like, I got into my recovery room, they said, um, that she had to have her blood sugars checked every hour because of it. And then the pediatrician came in to like, see if we could leave, um, around like the 24 hour mark or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we asked him and we we're like, so, well, what about like this issue she had? And he is like, what are you talking about? And we told him, and he's like, that's not even on her records. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my god! So it was like this big old scary thing and not yeah. even worth being put on her records. Wow. Um, that's crazy. So we had to explain to the doctor what happened. And he went then to go find the nurse. And the nurse came in and was like, you made your doctor angry and upset because now he, he didn't know that this was even on there. And I was like, we did? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, <laughs> that is insane. Um. And then also not to mention I, when I got my epidural, this, cause the epidural was the biggest changing factor for me was, mm -hmm. um, they went to put the needle in and it hit, um, a nerve or no, oh, it, hit, it went directly into my spine the first time. Mm -hmm. And, um, so then he had to pull out and try again. And he then hit a nerve, which, um, was going into my hip and it felt like my hip was being like broken in half. And so I was sobbing. I was like snot nose sobbing. Um, oh, I can imagine. And I told him, uh, he's like, well, what's wrong? And I was like, it hurts. And I told him where it hurts. And then you could feel him move the needle Ooh. inside of me. Oh my and gosh. He's like, well, how's that now? And all the pain like went away, but now I have, um, constant hip and back pain in that area. You still do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was wow. the determining factor, but yeah, that was the icing on the cake. You're like, yeah. okay, <laughs> never <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So so then you decided that you were going to change to a midwife and, and deliver at home. Yeah. So, um, after I had my second, I went into like a pretty big, um, bad postpartum depression. My daughter had mm -hmm. colic. She was gassy. She, um, ended up having a lip tie at four months. We found out she had a lip tie. I wasn't then no longer able to nurse her because we found out too late. Um, and so I was like in a dark Place. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> nothing was just going how you yeah. planned. Um, I honestly don't remember her first like four to five months of life. Like Aww. I just I I can't look back and like remember a lot of things at all. Mm -hmm. Um and uh I so I started researching. I started I, I knew I was like the next time we're having a baby, I'm not getting an epidural. I like the fear of getting an epidural was far worse than the fear people talk about the ring of fire. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I'm not doing that. I will go through everything <laughs> from here mm -hmm. on out. Um, and so I started researching and then I was like, well, I kind of want a water birth. 
And so I started researching, well, our hospital will let you labor in a few inches of water, but they won't <laughs> let you like birth in the water. Um, and so I was like, well, maybe a birth center. And so, um, Anyways, I ended up getting pregnant around seven months, which was like, I started getting better in my postpartum, right? And then we found out we were pregnant. And this one was a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So I like, I cried when I found out I was pregnant. I like was just sobbing because I was just like, I'm dealing with emotions. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just Um, barely through it. Like, come on. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so we find out we're pregnant. I saw my doctor, my OB maybe two times. And by then I was just, I had talked to her and I was like, well, I'm thinking I want to do like no epidural. I don't want to be induced. And she's like, we'll see. And so that's when I was like, mm, yeah, I'm changing. Yeah. And <laughs> so I, I found like a birth center and then I found out that birth centers are basically exactly like home birth. They have yeah. all the same tools but you have to leave your house. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm not going to leave my house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, just going to do it at home. So it was kind of a, like, well, I want this. And then I found out I couldn't have it, have it here. So I went to go here and yeah, it was just a, the more knowledge I got and everything, the more I got further to home birth. So. Oh, wow. That's so cool. So <laughs> how did you prepare yourself for a natural labor? Um, I, did I, I read like the hypnobirthing book. Um, there's it's hypnobirth. Yeah. It's just called hypno, the hypnobirthing book. That's exactly what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> by, um, Catherine Graves, that one. Um, I read a lot, the anime Gaskins, uh, guide to childbirth. I, um, did a lot of work from the book birthing from within. Um, okay. And I just kind of listened to um, hypnobirthing tracks every night, which helped me um, actually sleep better. Um, so oh, awesome. it was just a lot of hypnobirthing stuff and <laughs> keeping, I didn't, we didn't tell a lot of people that we were doing home birth because I didn't want their opinion. Oh yeah. I can yeah. totally understand that. Our moms knew like our general, I, we actually told my husband's like family, his siblings, but we didn't even tell my siblings. I just told my parents. I know that they knew, but we didn't talk about it because I wasn't going to. Yeah. Yeah. Any, any negativity is like, yeah, you don't need it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's better to just avoid talking about it. Yep. <laughs> so um, why don't we get into your first home birth? How did you know that you were in labor and walk us through? So I suffer from prodromal labor. Um, <laughs> and, um, so around 37 weeks, I started having prodromal labor with my third. Um, and every night I would just be like, okay, I'm just going to go to sleep. And if I wake up and I'm in labor, I wake up and I'm in labor. And if I wake up and I'm not, I wake up and I'm not. And so that's just kind of how I went for three weeks. Um, and uh, 39 weeks and nine days. It was a Sunday. We were at my in-laws. I was having prodromal, what I thought was prodromal labor. Um, I was just tired. I was just grumpy. So I told my husband we were leaving and, um, I called my midwife and I told her what was going on and I was done and I wanted a membrane sweep. I was like, I need 
my body to kick into gear because I'm just done. Um, and so she's told me to get a good night's sleep. And the next morning I went in around, I think it was 10. Um, and, uh, she checked me and I was at a seven and my bags were bulging. Wow. Oh my gosh. I, I think I was just in early labor. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> that weekend. That's um, insane. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that was awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, not what you would expect at all. <laughs> no, but as she said, me to see if I'm dilated at all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah. So I still had her do the sweep though. Cause I was like, obviously my body's not like really, cause it was just starting and stopping and it had been a couple days mm-hmm. of, of that. So, um, yeah, I had her just do the sweep. Um, I got home around like 1130 from that appointment and I was started to cramp. I had called my husband on the way home and I was like, I'll just call you when like the midwives are coming over. Well, he decided, I guess he called his boss and told his boss that he was going to be leaving soon. And his boss just told him to go home. So, um, around noon, he walked in the door and that, like, as soon as I saw him walk in the door, I had my first like labor contraction. <laughs> it's um, funny that, that it just right, waits until it. like, yeah. you're comfortable and <laughs> your husband's home. <laughs> <laughs> they just kicked off one to three minutes apart. Um, I called the midwife. And she at 1230 was like, okay, we'll come over. We put the kids to bed and, um, my midwives walked in at one o'clock. Um, and they didn't check me again. They just, they just like checked the baby's heart rate and like my blood pressure, but, um, they started getting like the pool ready and, um, we just watched friends in the birth pool for a couple hours we just had, we put the tv on and we just watched friends and like I was just laughing my midwives kept joking they're like is she still having contractions and the midwife was like yeah she is <laughs> like well she's gonna laugh the baby out like yeah, I was really. just not having that bad of contractions they were completely manageable wow um, even that and, far along that's crazy yeah. <laughs> and so that was maybe an hour and a half to two hours of us just like watching friends and you know me emptying out my bladder I would run to the bathroom to go to the bathroom um in between contractions because I hated having contractions on the toilet you hear Uh, people say that they feel they loved sitting on the toilet and laboring on the toilet because it just was so comfortable and I I was sitting on the toilet having a contraction and I was like these people yeah yeah this that's terrible I don't like that either uh-uh <laughs> not but, a comfortable yeah. position you know it was terrible so I was racing between contractions but so yeah uh around 2 30 my midwife did, was like well let me just check and see where you are and she's like okay well you're at an eight so I'd only gone up like one And then um, the next contraction, my water broke. And I was like, hey, I think my water just broke. And they're like, well, we don't see anything in the water. So whatever. And and then she's like, okay, I started a contraction. And I was nearing the point where it should have ended. And she was like, when this is over, just let me know so I can check baby's heart rate. 
And I was like, it's not ending. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it kept going. And I kicked into gear and it was about 40 minutes from when my water broke to her being out. <laughs> um, oh, wow. So it was all condensed into that short yes. time. Ooh. Yeah. Everything just happened. Um, oh my gosh. That must have been hard. <laughs> yeah. I know there was, I was just like, having these contractions and then all of a sudden um you know that like your body just pushes Mm -hmm. and my body just like pushed and I could feel her like clunk down and I was like well she's like there um ready to be pushed out so in that one push I could feel her just like fall into place Mm -hmm. and then I was like okay next contraction I went and my body kind of started pushing but then I pushed even harder because I felt the ring of fire and I was like I hear all these stories of people where they're like, yeah, baby started coming out and it like, you know, the ring of fire is there. And then she sucked back in. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that is not happening. So (laughs) so I just pushed. (laughs) I could feel that like I tore a little bit. I knew I had torn. Um, It didn't hurt. I just could like feel like this pop inside Mm -hmm. of me. And I was like, oh, I think I just tore. Um, And, uh, anyway, I, she, I just kept pushing and she was out to her shoulders and I was like, I can't push anymore. Um, like she was just like kind of stuck. Like I could just feel that the pushing I was doing wasn't doing anything. Um, and so my midwife said that her shoulder kind of got a little stuck. And so they just kind of adjusted her and I pushed again and she was out. Wow. Um, wow. Everything turned out perfectly fine with her and got me moved so, to the bed and we're good. So th- what was your postpartum experience like versus your hospital experience? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Like, just, you just get in your bed and like, I don't know. And my husband like did everything for me because <laughs> I, I didn't so want to nice. go up and down the stairs by my mm-hmm. third walking, you know, like after you have your baby, it like feels like everything's falling out of your belly. Yeah. It, my, my third, it felt far worse than the first two. Like I felt like I couldn't walk without holding with both my arms, just holding my belly in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was painful to walk. So I just stayed in bed a lot. I was like, I'm not going up and down those stairs. That hurts far no, too much. No way. <laughs> but well I did end up ha- having, it. I did end up having a pretty bad tear in there. They, they were actually deciding if they needed to take me to the hospital to get stitched. Cause it was so far in, oh, but no. He like awkwardly took a bunch of pictures of it and sent it to a few other midwives. Oh my god! <laughs> and they were they decided that if I just kept my legs closed, everything would be fine. So, <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, At least you didn't have to go to the hospital after all yeah. that. <laughs> I know. You're like, I'm trying to avoid the hospital. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So let's hear about your most recent birth. I mean, especially after that, like, wonderful story. I can't wait to hear the, uh, you know, the differences between that one and your fourth? So, um, with my third, I didn't do the gestational diabetes testing. I was kind of moving away from some of those things. I stopped getting ultrasounds at 20 weeks. I, so sorry, with my third, I I did a joint care so that I could get like certain tests done, um, Mm -hmm. with a hospital midwife. So if I had to transfer, I also had a hospital midwife. Um, Mm. but I stopped going to her at like 20 weeks. Um, so I, cause she also did, she did ultrasounds every time, every appointment. That's just how like really? the, uh, offices are here around me. They do 
ultrasounds that's every a lot, that's a lot of ultrasounds yeah 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 it is um so anyway I stopped going to her at like 20 weeks um but um so I didn't do a lot of the other testing that came with pregnancy anyway so with my fourth I was like I don't really want to do any of that like that first blood draw that they do they're testing for like STDs and I know I don't have that and they're testing <laughs> for like all these other like vitamins and whatnot right and I was like I'm I'm good I don't need to know that information so I didn't want to go get that done I was I didn't have any ultrasounds with my fourth I decided not to have any ultrasounds um uh, just the Doppler and so I was found myself a midwife who um is more of a birth keeper midwife um who just kind of like if you don't want to do it she's not going to like even try to talk you into it. Um, she was fine, perfectly fine. I told her, it's like, I don't think I want you even in the room with us. And she's like, okay, that's fine. I'll just stay in the living room. And when you have the baby and you need me to come help you do stuff, then call me in kind of a thing. Like I, that's kind of what I was looking for. And she was awesome for that. Um, so, um, I again had padromal labor around 37 weeks starting. Um, and, um, my prodromal labor was different this time. It was like five minutes apart lasting a minute. My, that was my contractions. Every time I like started having prodromal labor, that's what my contractions were. So I was like, well, how the heck am I supposed to know when I'm actually, <sighs> yeah, really? because oh that, that is like the timing of labor contractions. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and so I just kind of, again, did the same thing. I'll go to bed. If I wake up in labor, I wake up in labor. Um, this baby's due date was a couple days before my first baby. So they sh actually ended up sharing a birthday. Um, and um, so I, we went to bed on the 10th. So July 11th is when he came. We went to bed on the 10th of July and um, I had been kind of having contractions, but I, again, just figured they were like kind of patromal labor stuff. And now that I look back, like I was emptying out my bladder completely that night, like, cause I would go and um, go to go to the bathroom and like nothing would come or whatever. So I had, I, the baby was there. Like I, <laughs> my mm -hmm. baby was, was on my bladder and like, uh, getting me ready for labor, essentially, my body was, and I did not even, even make that connection. But we went to bed, and I woke up around uh, two, and was having some contractions, but I got myself back to sleep around two fifty, and then at three o'clock, my son walked in and goes, um, "We, I wet the bed." Um, <laughs> oh, no, bad timing. <laughs> yeah. So I turned to my husband and I was like, you go deal with that. Cause I, I'm not, <laughs> our deal is I deal with all the babies that are nursing. And once they're no longer nursing, if they wake up at night, he gets them. That's fair. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I was like, you go deal with that. Um, and, um, so he left and, um, while he was gone, I started feeling my contractions coming back. Um, he was only gone for about five minutes. All of a sudden, 
they turned to um, painful enough that I couldn't lay down mm -hmm. anymore. Sorry, I'm getting my baby right now. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> you can take a second if you need to. Here we go. Okay. So he, they turned to where I couldn't lay down anymore. And um, I, so I got up and I went into the bathroom and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I started timing them. They were the same amount of time that they were before. So I was like, I'm good. And went and tried to lay back down. They were again getting like to the point where I'm like laying on my side and I'm like curling my toes and just like kind of starting to moan through them mm -hmm. <laughs> a little, like very, very deep breathing. And I still was not making any connections, mind you. Um, I got up, I got water up. <laughs> I was having contractions all the way to the kitchen and back from getting water. And then just, I couldn't even get back in bed. Like I laid down in bed for a second and it just hurt too bad. So I was kneeling on the side of the bed. Um, and, um, just kind of like breathing through contractions and my husband would kind of like reach over and hold my hand if I needed it and like, he's still <laughs> trying to sleep. <laughs> um, and, uh, I got up and I went and got in the shower, um, to just kind of like see if that would help. And, um, they weren't that bad. Like I didn't feel like I needed to call my midwife yet. I was like, I think I'm okay. Um, 5.09 though comes around, well, about five o'clock comes around and I tell my husband, I was like, I think we need to call Christy. She's my midwife. Um, and I don't really know, like I told him this, but you know, when you say that, like I meant mm -hmm. it as in like, will you get up and like start doing stuff and call do Christy? that? Yeah. But you have to say that directly. I didn't, <laughs> I was just like, I think we need to, you know, so he didn't get up and move. So I was like, I'll just text her. And if she get, if she sees it and gets up, great. If she doesn't, I think I have time. I think I'm okay. <laughs> so at 5.09, I texted her. 10 minutes later, I was like, babe, you've got to get up. I need you to get up. I was like, we have to call Christy. Like it is, we have to call. They're like one to two minutes apart. <laughs> I was like, we have to call Christy. And, um, so I call her and she's like, okay, so you want me to come over? I was like, yeah, you need to come over. <laughs> and I was like, well, we start filling up the pool. We start getting everything ready. Um, but my husband, so he hooked up the hose to the pool and starts filling or to the shower and starts filling up the pool, the birth pool. And all of a sudden I have a contraction and I was like, I think we filled up the pool too late. He's not saying anything. He's just kind of helping me. And I'm just like saying this in these contractions. And then the next time I was like, I think we're too late. I think we're really too late. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> like, you can stop now. He's still trying to like help get things done. Like, just trying to like, he's, he's oh. like, you're fine. You know, like, he's still trying to get things oh. done. And um, I go and um, lay, like kneel in front of my bed. And I'm just have my head on the bed. And I'm just kind of like, breathing through a couple contractions and I was like babe you need to get a towel underneath me now um like I don't know what it was I just felt like I needed a towel my water still has not broken mind you mm -hmm. so he reaches over because I had them right by the bed 
He reaches over to get a towel. And before he can even lay it down, I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I'm oh, just no. running to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm just <like laughs> running to the toilet. And I go to sit down and I could feel something between my legs. <clears throat> so I reached down and I was like, that, that's our baby. <laughs> oh, no. And oh, my, my husband had followed me into the bathroom. He'd followed me in there. And I was like, is that him? He's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you're going to have to catch him. <laughs> And so I didn't sit down on the toilet. I was just standing over the toilet and I had my hand on the wall and I was just like, okay, I just have to relax. And so I, I just took a deep breath and I just relaxed and he just blew out. I didn't oh, even, wow. push. I did not push at all with this baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jason uh, is his name. Um, he just flew out. My water broke. Um, once he came out this the, or once the rest of him came out my water just broke with him and so my husband as much as he could tried to catch him but he slipped out and landed in the toilet <gasps> so, but the way my husband tried to catch him he had his head so he slid in very softly bum first like it was actually really oh. kind of comical to watch because it was just like he just like kind of nestled into his leg. So it wasn't like he hurt himself. He just yeah, yeah. quick swim. Yep. And I was just like, I told my husband, I was like, I can't get him. You have to grab him because I was just kind of weak. I couldn't like yeah. figure out how to get him from the toilet. So he grabbed him and he goes, oh, it's a boy and hands him to me. And I sat down on the toilet. I was like, well, you better call Christy. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's, like, she's like I'm just a few minutes away is everything okay baby okay mom okay we're like yeah we're good and by the time she got here we're laying in bed and he's just, just screaming because you know he is and <laughs> she just stood there well that was one thing I loved about her she just kind of stood at the end of the bed and she's like well he's he's screaming so his his lungs his lungs sound good and he's pinking up so he's good how, how are you and she just stood there and just kind of let us be like didn't come in and rush and mm-hmm. bother with us she just kind of assessed the situation and was it was really nice <laughs> wow that is like so cool and how smoothly and quickly it went I mean I can't even imagine (laughs) yeah so it was like two and a half hours in total from like the first like big contraction when my son woke me woke Mm -hmm. us up but obviously not necessarily that quick because I was having contractions before but (laughs) well that's very true (laughs) very true worked on then (laughs) (laughs) yeah so how was recovery this time Uh, how has it been it it was amazing. Um, like my husband and I, we were just like, we loved it. We loved being alone. Had, having been alone. We were yeah. just like, it was amazing. We were just, bless you. <laughs> we were just so in like in touch. Like we didn't really have to say much of anything to each other. And we just kind of like did things. And, um, I don't know, it was really, really awesome. And honestly, if we have another, I would love to go I was like, how about we just, cause I don't care about the prenatal stuff. How about we just hire someone to come check us around 36 weeks to see how baby is. And then we just hire them for postnatal. We'll just do all postnatal care. So I'll, we'll put like massages in that and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm all for that. Uh, that was amazing. <laughs> and like, I don't know, it just seemed to like have strengthen our relationship a little bit. Like 
deepened our love. And so like, that was really, really awesome with my postpartum. It was just, I don't know. Yeah. That sounds was, like a really special, special experience. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm struggling a little now hitting four months because, you know, he is, uh, <clears throat> switching. He's nurse on a nursing strike. So he doesn't eat as well during the day and is like guzzling at night. So I'm awake oh. a lot at night. So now I'm just like really tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. Oh but other gosh. than that, like it's been amazing. <laughs> wow. So is there anything that you, any advice that you would give to someone that's maybe considering um, home birth or unassisted? Just do your research. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I love listening to podcasts. I was so glad to have found your guys' podcast because I was like <clears throat> to the point where I'm caught up in all my other podcasts. Mm-hmm. And so I need like another one to binge listen to while I'm <laughs> the other episodes, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes. Um, but I we love that a lot. The podcasts are really like hearing stories are so helpful. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's um, a podcast that talks about unassisted birth. Like they're all their stories are unassisted birth stories. Oh, wow. But they're a little bit more like, I like them, but they're very like anti the medical system. Okay. <laughs> so if you don't like that, <laughs> but uh, it's for a certain set of uh, women. Yes, it <laughs> is. It's for specific. a certain set of listeners. And, mm-hmm. and that, yeah. But um, yeah, they're the um, free birth society podcast that was okay. really oh, yeah, for people who like are interested in that. I felt, I got a lot of good information from that. Um, but just research, just, I love evidence-based birth, um, mm-hmm. website. They have tons of stuff on there and just knowledge is power. So. Yeah, that's very never, true. It never hurts. Even if you're not planning an yeah. unassisted birth. Yeah. Well, even if you're not just to have that, um, knowledge before you head into it, because, like like with your fourth you weren't planning it it just kind of happened so (laughs) knowing what you're getting yourself into yeah Yeah, and that could be very traumatic for some people oh yeah like he came out and he wasn't like crying right away but I just kind of like held him and rubbed his back and I was like we're good like and he eventually cried and like it wasn't there was no worry ever at any point Mm -hmm. so but because I think I just kind of always knew I was going to be unassisted I think I just knew it. I think I willed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's very possible. Yeah. Do you, so do you have any products that you'd love for your baby this time around that you're um, like, I can't live without <laughs> the Hakka. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I know a lot of people are always like, oh, the hospital gives you free like mesh underwear and whatnot. And those are awesome. No, depends. Buy yourself depends. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Those are the best. And then just like get some large pads to go on the inside of them. And um, when you put them on, use like aloe vera and witch hazel. And that feels amazing to put on there and then pull your depends up. And because then you can make your depends last a little longer. You're not changing them every time. You're just changing that pad. Right, right. So yeah, I did that this time. Good right. tip. <laughs> I loved it. That was my midwives with my third taught me that, and I loved it. Um, uh, After Ease is a tincture that is really awesome for afterbirth pains. Mm-hmm. Seriously, like um, they get they get worse. 
with each baby mm-hmm. <laughs> after my fourth I was like are you sure that there's not a twin in there because he's like hurt really really bad oh. um <laughs> oh, wow. uh so those the after ease tincture was amazing to help with um those contraction like after birth pains mm-hmm. um yeah that's something mm-hmm. that maybe like new mo- that moms to be don't know about that that yeah. you do have contractions afterwards your yes. uterus has to go back to where it was <laughs> yeah it's there it, it doesn't feel too great <laughs> but so then there's um to, oh sorry go ahead. i don't know if you've heard of arnica it's like a yes homeopathic thing. so i took that always and i swear that that really helped with healing everything because it's anti-inflammatory and all that you know yeah it helped a lot and helped me not feel like I didn't really want to take ibuprofen or Tylenol. I just, Mm -hmm. if I can try not to take pharmaceuticals, I'm going, I try to, you know, and so those were really, really helpful. After ease and Arnica were awesome for all of that. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So how can our listeners get in touch with you? Are you on Instagram or Facebook? Um, I'm on Instagram and it's just, Myers fam, like M E Y E R S fam, F A M. Um, awesome. But no, I'm not like really that. on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I prefer Instagram too. It's more fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep well, the drama you. out of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. They were <laughs> incredible. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I love talking about them. <laughs> Thanks so much to Amy for taking the time to tell her stories with us today. Don't forget to follow along on Instagram at Birth Naturally. And if you love the podcast, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. We always appreciate that. And we'll see you guys next time.